It's Christmas. I said it's Christmas. Christmas is decorating the tree, the tinsel, the wreaths, the lights. Christmas, it's the shopping, uh, it's, it's the malls, it, it's the stores, uh, it, it's the, the, the outlet shopping. Uh, uh, Christmas, it, it's the movies. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? How about It's a Wonderful Life? Huh? How about Jingle All the Way? How, how many enjoy Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase? And some of you are having a spiritual experience out there. And you know the lines of those movies better than you know the Bible. <laughs> it's the music of Christmas. Uh, uh, not King Cole's chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Uh, Bing Crosby's White Christmas and Elvis Presley's. What color Christmas does Elvis Presley paint it? Blue Christmas, sure. You know, when I was younger, it was all about the toys. Uh, I couldn't wait for the toys of Christmas. Now that I'm, I'm more mature, it's the food of Christmas. <laughs> it's Becky's brownies. It's gastronomical delights. It, it's kiss the diet goodbye. Hallelujah. Get out of here, Atkins diet. But I'll tell you, it'll be a blue Christmas like Elvis's song. If you don't enjoy a real Christmas, if you don't really appreciate the true meaning of Christmas, this morning I want to invite you to join the, 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 the Lakeside family with a Lakeside Christmas celebration. Uh, I want you to join our singers and, and join our praise team, join our, our, our choir and myself in a, in a Lakeside Christmas celebration. A Christmas celebration that we have called the day hope was born. It's the most wonderful time of the those kids jingle belling and everyone telling you'll be up the cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the ha happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and warm happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the Marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow. All the scary old stories and tales of the glories of Christmas long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Thank you. 
time of year There'll be much mistletoeing And hearts will be glowing When loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time It's the most wonderful time It's the most wonderful
Stretch into an open space and crack, you'll take the lead. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Praise the Lord. Aren't we blessed here at Lakeside with such incredible talent? Thank you, girls. Christmas. Hey, Christmas is all about family, isn't it? I can't wait to be able to get with mine. You'd say, well, pastor, they come to the same church. We feel like strangers passing the night so many times because we're so, so busy. And I'm looking forward to spending time uh, with our family it just seems like uh, yesterday was just about uh, two weeks ago. I was in a hotel room in uh, Palermo, Sicily. Becky and I, where we were ministering uh, to the Italian church there. And uh, we were in a hotel room that would have made Motel 6 look like the Waldorf Astoria. Uh, uh, my, my, my thousands of miles away three airplane flights away and all I could think about was Christmas spending Christmas with family because Christmas is all about being with our loved ones our friends surrounded by by warmth by cheer ever wonder what it must have been like that first Christmas up in heaven what must it have been like for the father when he said goodbye to his son and saw his son leave the glory of heaven to be born in a barn you know for us Christmas is uh, happy get-togethers for the father in Jesus it meant separation 
For us, Christmas is, is looking forward to, to fun and, and merriment. For the Son, it was an expectation of nightmarish suffering. For us, Christmas, it warms our hearts. For the Father and the Son, it must have broke their heart. There's a song, every time I hear it on the radio, I get, I get emotional. I think about my parents that were separated from. I think about my son, John, who for the first time won't be home for Christmas, him and his new wife in California. I was just with our missionaries over there in Europe, uh, three missionary families, and they're going to be separated from their children that are here in the States. But I also think about Jesus when I hear this song. Because of His love for you and me, He left the glory of heaven to be laid in a feeding trough, only later to be laid upon a cross. I want you to join Lee Traxler and his family. I'll be home for Christmas. Have 
Isn't that a heartbreaker? I'll be home for Christmas. Lee, Kim, Olivia, Traxler, thank you so much. Think about it, though. One of the worst things that could ever ruin a family's Christmas is if the main breadwinner, if dad, loses his job just before Christmas. And all the hopes and the expectations for uh, Christmas, like you've had in the past, are down the tubes. And that's just what happened with one of our lakeside families. But they did the right thing. They called upon their deacons, their pastor. Would you lay hands upon us? Would you pray with us? And we did. And God gave this pastor, your pastor, a word. This doesn't always happen. But I just felt the Lord urge me and gave me the unction of the Holy Spirit to speak a word upon them. And the word that the Lord gave me was a word of restoration, a word that the latter will be greater than the former. The word that the Lord gave me was that they're going to come out of this with promotion, with prosperity, greater than they've ever experienced before. I, I want to share the testimony of Matt and Angela uh, Van Brabrandt with you right now. Matt and Angela, would you come? I can't see in the darkness where you're at, but join me right down here in front. And uh, I want you to hear the testimony of this. Where's your hubby at? Oh, he's coming from the choir. I had it in my head. You were in the choir too. <laughs> okay, that's, that's what I'm thinking about. They were in Scrooge together. And they faithfully ministered in Scrooge, not knowing how things would turn out this Christmas. Tell them about it, Angela. Well, um, a few weeks before Thanksgiving, Matt got a job offer and um the job that he was at at the time we had been praying it was a long weary season and we had been just crying out to the lord for him to just open a door and move a mountain because he was really stressed out physically mentally emotionally so this um this opportunity came through and it was a gentleman who was self-employed with a small business and he told matt that he wanted him to 
help him run and oversee his business and that he had actually been praying to the Lord asking the Lord to bring him a man of integrity that he could trust to help him and then Matt came along and he said obviously it's you so we felt like this was confirmation and Matt put in his two-week notice at the job that he had been at and we you know he made the transition over um, about a week after working for this gentleman uh, basically he made a bunch of false promises so the bottom fell out and we found out pretty quickly that he couldn't afford to pay him and he did not have 40 hours a week to keep him busy so here we were after a day or two of just utter like disbelief and shock and hurt you know how could this gentleman lead us on and you know we have a family to provide for which Matt was very very clear we just you know we started networking we started talking to our church friends and family um, Matt started we were just planting seeds continually you know Matt was going out on interviews impromptu interviews um, job fairs you know everybody was praying for us which we were really grateful for and um, he had a really great interview with a company the day before Thanksgiving we thought that that was going to be the company that got opened the door well because of the holidays the gentleman told him you know I can't get back to you until next week like Thursday a week later and so we waited and waited and Thursday came and he called and said you know I really want to bring you on board he said but we don't have the work to keep you busy I just can't do it right now so our hearts sank and um, we just basically like I remember looking at Matt and I said you know what the Lord's ways and thoughts are higher than our ways and thoughts and we know that the Lord is who he says he is and he's gonna do what he says he's gonna do that's right and so one that's of the right. things that we've really been standing on um, for the last few years is Malachi chapter 3 um, the only place in the word that says test me in this that the Lord says to us test me that when you tithe and you put him first and you make sure that there's food in his storehouse in his church that he will open up the floodgates oh. of heaven and he will pour out so much blessing that we yes. can't contain right and that he will devour the enemy for the tither's sake so we've been standing on that so you know he lost his job and we need two incomes to provide for our household but we continue to faithfully tithe and give to our missions that we had pledged at the beginning of the year and just basically waited for the Lord to open a door so in the midst of all that um, a, you know a friend from church insisted that he apply for unemployment and we were like well he's not gonna get it he left his job he went to work for this guy for a week like we we didn't even think about you know applying and she insisted so he applied and then he went out uh, a few more interviews or whatever so Thursday last Thursday afternoon not this past one but the one before he had an over-the-phone interview with this company um, the lady really liked him called him in Friday morning for a face-to-face -face interview went really really well um, she said expect an offer soon he got home from the interview plus another interview that he had had that day but he got home and we had he had approval paperwork in the mail from unemployment and um, we I just he called me and I just thought to myself I just shook my head and I was laughing because I thought number one that's God's favor yes. how did he yes. get approved for unemployment yeah. um, number two that's restoration because they're gonna backdate for the time that he was off so this past Monday he got a job offer you want to tell him about the offer real quick? Um, I did it was an offer that actually far exceeded the previous company that I was trying to get with um, sorry I'm just a little emotional about it um, it was definitely what I was hoping for it was something that I would, we had been praying for and uh, he did bring an opportunity to me that will pay me more money um, will provide an education for me 
um, company vehicle, phone, credit card. I mean, it's just it just kept coming and coming and coming. Um, all I can say is that God is good. He has definitely provided for us. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! What would you recommend for anybody in need? Oh my! Well, this is prosperity. Well, what what we've been practicing is standing on God's word because God's word is truth, and if we can trust Him with our salvation, then we can trust Him in every other area of our lives. Definitely with our finances and our families and everything. Um, So I would say stand on His word and take it literally, and make sure that you put Him first in all things. You know your your time, your schedule, your your money, everything, because He is working out all things for our good, even going through a difficult season. Do you have anything? (laughs) I would say your tithe. It's important, even in a time of trial. Uh, You have to make your sacrifices for God in order for Him to make things happen for you. And this is just another circumstance in my life that has made me realize that. Um, You have to be uncomfortable at times in order to find comfort in others. So I do feel that that is an important foundation and our family stands on it. Merry Christmas! I know that you will! (laughs) Merry Christmas! This past Friday evening, my wife, uh, along with our children's ministry leadership, presented Christmas in Oz. And it was a theme-based Christmas presentation to all the parents and uh, family members of these children, our kids' choir, as they presented a Christmas in Oz. And so that's the reason for all the green that you see up here. They had so much fun with this very special Christmas. I think we about got them all in line. God bless you. What are you going to sing, honey? Christmas through the eyes of a child. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. Merry Christmas, kids. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Didn't they do great? Amen. Amen. Our children's choir. God bless you. Thank you so much, helpers. Thank you, Becky Christ. Amen. Beautiful kids. Excellent. Christmas. Think about it. It's the largest celebration around the world. Every year. Other holidays only get one day on the calendar. Christmas is emphasized for at least a month. It's amazing. It's incredible how one peasant boy that was born 2,000 years ago in the Middle East can cause traffic jams in London, New York City, and Tokyo. Amazing! Because of Jesus, history is divided into B.C. and A.D. B.C. before Christ and A.D. Anno Domini in the year of the Lord. Every other event in history, even your birthday, is based and dated by his birthday. Recently, Fox News reported, think of this, recently Fox News reported that a brand new algorithm was developed mathematically to search the internet to discover the most important person of all time and history. Who do you think that person was and is? Jesus. Jesus. This morning, I want you to join the choir, our Lakeside Choir, in ringing in Christmas. Join them right now as we celebrate the Christ of Christmas.
beautiful. Hey, think of it. When Jesus was born, the world would never, ever be the same. The destiny of billions was changed that first Christmas. And who did God choose to reveal Christmas to first? Oh, Luke chapter 2 tells us. Luke 2 verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. Did you hear what the angel said? I bring you tidings of great joy. In other words, good news good news Christmas is good news Christmas is a, another witnessing opportunity for you to share about your Savior to share his good news think of the good news we often share we, we share about the good news of a new job, a new promotion, uh, 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 new babies, new grandbabies. We share the news uh, on great Christmas shopping deals. We even share the news, the good news of where you can buy a cheap gallon of gas. We love sharing good news, but there's no good news like the gospel's good news. It's good news that your sins can be forgiven. It's good news that you can be made right with God. It's good news that you can have a home in heaven. It's good news when we read in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called, say it with me, Wonderful Counselor the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. You see, Jesus wasn't what the world expected. He was what the world desperately needed, a Savior. When He walked among us, He wasn't some Hollywood celebrity coming down the red carpet. He, he wasn't some... Uh, president or commander-in-chief riding in a limo surrounded by security agents no the Bible says he's Emmanuel God with us Matthew chapter 1 verse 22 says so very clearly that they shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us. Will you share the good news that Jesus is our Savior? 
Jesus is Lord of Lords and King of Kings? Will you share the good news that He's Emmanuel, God with us? Will you go and tell His good news? On the hillside, there were angels in the sky. They said, Boys, don't you be afraid. This is the night of your life. There's a baby in a manger that the whole world needs to know. If your kid's here with you, here's what you must do. Go tell, go tell, go tell, go tell. Won't you see that shining star? You can hear it to yourself. No telling him far. He Go tell your brother too Tell it to everybody you need Tell him you got good news Every night a little baby Born in Bethlehem Tell him he's in Jesus and come free Go tell, go tell, go tell
Praise the Lord. Christmas is going and telling that Emmanuel has come. Again, Emmanuel means God with us. When you know Jesus as your Emmanuel, he's with you when you blow a test at school. He's with you when you wreck your car. He's with you when you lose your job. He's with you when you feel like an absolute failure, a loser. He's with you when people talk behind your back at you or ruin your reputation on Facebook. He's with you when the one who, who said, till death do us part, is now saying, till divorce do us part. He's with you when the, the chemo for your cancer gets so bad that you don't think you can go through another treatment. He's with you when you place flowers at the tombstone of the one that you've loved and has loved you the best. Will you let Emmanuel, God with us, wrap his sweet arms round about you and love you this morning, this Christmas? Will you let him whisper into your heart, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I am with you always.
know, when you read the Christmas story, everybody in the Christmas story had an angel. Joseph, Mary, uh, Zechariah, the shepherds. They all had angels appear to them, except the wise men. But the wise men had something else. Don't feel so sorry for them. They had a star. Matthew chapter 2 verse 1 says, Matthew 2 verse 1, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Please put the right verse on the screen. Matthew 2 verse 1, saying, Where is he? that is born King of the Jews. For we have seen His star in the east, and we are come to worship Him. Despite the storms, despite the heat, the cold, for two years the wise men kept following this star. Because this star was like no other star. The Bible says this star was His star. His star. His star meant that this was the king of the Jews. That star would lead them to the Messiah. That star would lead them to the Son of God. And finally in Bethlehem, among a poor peasant couple, the star led them to what was promised, the Messiah. Now, I I want us to be clear. The star didn't lead them to a new philosophy. The star didn't lead them to some new age guru. The star didn't lead them to a Hollywood celebrity or even a United States president. What did the star lead them to? The star led them to the Alpha and the Omega, the light of the world, the lily of the valley, the fairest of ten thousands, the bright and morning star, the Lamb of God, the line of the tribe of Judah, he who is the great I am, the way, the truth, and the life, the Lord of glory, our Savior, our healer, our great provider, our Lord of lords, and our King of kings. Yet when they saw him, nothing looked kingly about him. Just a poor peasant baby. Yet despite appearances, what did the wise men do? Matthew 2, 11. They saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshipped him. Despite the circumstances of life, despite appearances, right now, will you choose to worship Him no matter what? Always
quietly that soon he would bring something special to Praise the Lord. Olivia Traxler in our choir. Who would imagine a king? You see, despite the fact that Jesus was a baby, despite the fact that the wise men didn't find him in a palace or the temple, despite the fact that Jesus was a poor peasant boy, the wise men, what did they do? They bowed before him and they worshiped Jesus. They worshiped him now. I want you to know that this illustrates a powerful, spiritual, biblical principle. How often do we wait for circumstances to change and then we praise the Lord? That's what Doubting Thomas did. Doubting Thomas said, I will not believe until I place my hand within the nail prints within his hands, his wounded side. Jesus appeared. Thomas worshipped. But Jesus said to Thomas, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. If you're able to praise the Lord despite your circumstances, if you're able to continue to worship the Lord despite the trial and the testing time, the, 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 the time of trouble that you're going through, if you're still able to worship Him, Jesus says that there's a tremendous blessing upon you. Listen, you don't have to wait for a new job or for all your bills to be paid you can take your place your stance and say I'm gonna praise the Lord now you can say I'm not gonna wait for the doctor to give me a good diagnosis I'm not gonna wait for my healing my miracle I'm gonna praise the Lord right now you can say, I'm not going to wait until I understand every loss and until I understand uh, the reason for all the why questions of my life. I'm going to fall down to my knees and I'm going to cry out, Oh, holy night. And I'm going to worship Him now.
holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long may the world in sin and error pining till he appears and the soul felt his word a thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn
Jesus was never birthed and born to be our Savior and our Lord. Do you recognize that most of the world's greatest music, art, literature, architecture would be missing? It would be gone if there was no Christmas. Do you recognize that there would be no public education as we know it if there hadn't been a Christmas and Christianity? Or how about health care? Oh yes, there were doctors in ancient times, but never any hospitals. Hospitals came as a result of Christians, caring Christians in Christianity. If there had been no Christmas, we would not have disaster relief organizations like the Red Cross. They were all birthed with Christians in Christianity. In a world without Christmas, there would be no orphanages, no child protection laws, no child labor laws. The world would be so cruel. It would be the survival of the fittest. No care, no compassion. Imagine a world without Christmas. Imagine the nightmare that life would be. No churches. No preaching or proclaiming of the Word of God as we know it. No Bible as we know it. Prayers in the name of Jesus would just bounce off the ceiling. And worst of all, if there had been no Christmas, you and I would not have no hope of God's grace. Our sins would go unforgiven. We would stand guilty and condemned. And life would be a highway to hell without Christmas. But aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that there was a day that Christmas, hallelujah, a day when that hope was born and hope has a name. Aren't you glad that hope has a name and the name of hope is what? Jesus, the Christ of Christmas. Because of Christmas, Jesus was not only laid in a manger, he was laid upon a cross. He paid a debt he did not owe. We owed a debt we couldn't pay. We needed someone to take our sins away. Jesus was that someone. As he paid the price for your sins and my sins upon that cross. Because of Christmas, the day that hope was born, there was a day that death died. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, that was the day that death was born. Spiritual death, physical death, eternal death. 
But on the day that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, that was the day that hell, death, and the grave was conquered. And because Jesus lives, you and I can really live. Hallelujah for Christmas. The day that hope was born. Because he lives, you and I can really live. Think of it. Because of Christmas, we are what God says we are. We're not what our past says we are. We're not what our sins say we are. And we're definitely not what the devil says we are. We're what God says we are. We're forgiven. We're children of the King. The royal blood of heaven flows in our veins. We're King's kids. Because of Christmas, we can do what God says we can do. We can heal the sick in the name of Jesus. We can cast out demons in the name of Jesus. We can move mountains uh, in the name of Jesus. We can win our world in the name of Jesus. For we are who God says we are. We can do what God says we can do. We can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Because of Christmas, we have what God says we have. We can have real love, joy, peace. We have divine favor. We have all the promises of God, which are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. And best of all, we have the Son of God, Jesus, who will never leave us or forsake us. We have Jesus who has promised us that the best is yet to come for because of Christmas one day believing eyes will see what unbelieving eyes cannot see because of Christmas uh, believing ears will hear what unbelieving ears cannot hear the eastern skies will unzip and Jesus will descend with a shout with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God because of Jesus the dead in Christ will rise and we which are alive and remain will be caught up in the air to be with Jesus forever evermore all because of Christmas we celebrate Christmas because real hope was born on that day and our hope has a name Jesus the Christ of Christmas
with us and worship him. Sing along with the choir. Father, we ask and pray that this moment, this hour, this very second, oh God, that you would just wrap your sweet arms of love around each heart and hold them close to yourself. Jesus, thank you for Christmas. Thank you for coming. You did not have to, but you did. Lord, we string those Christmas lights on our houses to dispel the darkness, just as your coming invaded the darkness of despair and depression. The devil's darkness. You came as the light of the world. And you changed this world forever because of Christmas, the day that hope was born. His heads are bowed and eyes are closed this morning. Have you experienced the Christ of Christmas? Do you know that you know you're right with God? You're on your way to heaven? Are you able to pray in the name of Jesus? Do you know that your sins are forgiven and all guilt is gone? Has your life been changed by the Christ of Christmas? Do you know that you have real hope and the best is yet to come? This morning, if you want to know that you know that the Christ of Christmas is in your heart, in your life, I'm going to pray a prayer. If you'd like to be included in this prayer that will make you right with God and give you a home in heaven, just slip up your hand right now so that I can see it. Slip it up, and more importantly, that heaven can see it. It's a sign of your faith. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. How many more? God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. How many more this morning? How many more? I'm told constantly that churches no longer give people an opportunity to find Jesus. I don't understand that. 
If you want to be included in this prayer that will change your life and change your, your whole eternity, lift that hand high. Wave it so that I can see it. Yes, up in the balcony, I see your hand. God bless you. God bless you. How many more? Yes, God bless you. Praise the Lord. Yes, God bless you. Yes, the Holy Spirit of God is moving. Yes, God bless you. Yes, God bless you. Precious Jesus. Precious Jesus. Keep that hand lifted up. We're going to pray that prayer together. I want everyone to pray it out loud, but especially you that have your hands lifted up. Say it with me right now. Dear Jesus, I come to you, the Christ of Christmas. Lord Jesus, be birthed and born in my heart. Without you, there's no hope. You're my only hope. My life, my future. I believe you died for me. You paid the price for my sins. And I believe you conquered death, hell and the grave. You rose from the dead with resurrection life. I want that life, Jesus. I need a new life. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing me, for cleansing me, for a home in heaven. I thank you, Jesus, that I am saved. In the name of Jesus, I pray this. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord.